0: Back with episode two thirteen of the TNA Across the Line podcast. I am Bob Kong Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley in Dallas. On this week's episode of Impact, I promise you that Sting is going to be here, and he's going to share some thoughts. How are we feeling about Sting's fi- Sting finally appearing on Impact?
1: I don't want to. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, Bob. Last week. They really hyped us up for about 35 minutes. And then they said, I just talked to him. He He's not going to be here. Apparently, Christian said he was watching Brokeback Mountain, the life story of Jeff Jarrett and Monty Brown. Yeah. That's a quote from the show, which is the most 2006 joke I think we might have heard on here so far. Like it was pretty, it was pretty, uh, that dated itself pretty good. Um, I don't know, dude. Um, he's going to come out, he's got some big announcement. Is it related to the Against All Odds main event? Is Sting not going to wrestle at Against All Odds if it's not about that? Um, Because are you just going to, I mean, I guess you could do like Sting versus Monty Brown or something like that, but. Although Monty Brown's looking at the contract. Like, hey, I might sign this, but it seems pretty clear to me that they're kind of probably going to Christian Jarrett, right? I don't know.
0: That's what I would have to think. But why wouldn't he just sign the contract? He didn't have a pen.
1: You can't sign the contract if you don't have a pen, Bob.
0: Well, I always have a pen on me.
1: Do you really? Well, that's because you got to write on all the meat and be like, sell by today. You get 25 cents off if you buy it. I don't manually write on anything. And then your pen bleeds into the, the meat.
0: I mean, if I did have to do it that way, I would definitely stab all of it.
1: Pop holes in it so they all smell bad.
0: Do you know how many times I've seen children just put their fingers right through the ground beef? No. Oh, yeah. I've had to throw away like one time, like almost a dozen packages because they just.
1: Oh, my God. I was so
0: pissed. I was like, wow, that's
1: great. That's like, you know, like, you, you can do it with, like, the toilet paper and, like, paper towels. You, like, stick your finger in the top. Yeah. That's different.
0: It's <laughs> not right. fucking
1: raw meat that yeah. then has to get thrown away. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Damn or, like, you know, you just kids. print off
0: a bunch of price labels, and then they just put their fingers on that little row and just go offline off. Yeah, it's great. The joys of retail.
1: I love it for you.
0: Thank you. Me too.
1: Yeah, well, anyway, Stinger uh, is coming here tonight. I don't think we know really much else, but we did see some pretty interesting interesting stuff in the last Impact. We saw the Prince of Punk, Shannon Moore, against AJ Styles in a street fight, and, oh yeah, you guessed it, Christopher Daniels threw in the white towel for AJ Styles. But then they were like, no, we can't end it like that. Rudy Charles said, no, I think it was Rudy Charles, no. That's not how it ends. And then Styles got rolled up and he got pinned by Shannon Moore. Which is a huge upset. Now, I'm confused as to why
0: he wouldn't allow it there. But they allowed it in the Joe match. Makes
1: you wonder, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, that's kind of there's, bizarre. There's, I wonder if Daniels will say something about it.
1: There's some things in wrestling logic that just truly don't make any sense. And that was one of them. Yeah. Especially because yeah, you know, I don't know. I was I don't even know. But anyways, it happened. Um the James Gang, Bob's favorite TNA tag team, um, had a match, the first in match on Impact Together. Get Which it. Did? Got it. Good. The three G's. What else happened? Do I got the card? Two tears
0: up? in on. a bucket.
1: They didn't even say that. I wish they did. Hold on, I got the card right here.
0: They, they beat uh, Kenny King and Buck Corderman, but Buck Corderman never got in there.
1: Correct. And neither did BG James. Um, the team of Chris Sabin and Sanjay Dutt defeated uh, David Young and Elix Skipper in two minutes, five sec- or 50 seconds, uh, which was, we like that team. Sabin and Dutt are a good tanker. Yes. Yep. A1, Eric Young, P. Williams, Team Canada, defeated Lance Hoyt, Ron Killing, and Shark Boy in four minutes, nine seconds. Uh, if you're wondering, that James Gang match went 1 minute 55 seconds, and then the style Shannon Moore street fight went 9 minutes 34 seconds. So not a bad episode of Impact. There's lots of drama going on backstage with Larry Zbysko. People, including Team 3D, want their hands on Team Canada and AMW. He's like, you got to pick one. Um, people are mad about the contract stuff. There's all sorts of stuff going on. They they, they very briefly mentioned Raven during a match, but like bets we're done. Raven's gone. No mention. So nonetheless, a lot going on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah,
3: love it. Gotta love it.
1: Okay, well I was pulling up the uh yeah. the card the card here. But let's uh let's talk about some no- notes and news before we get into today's episode, and then we'll have more to talk about during the show once again, because that's just what we do here. Uh, let me scroll to the top here. Okay. So based on the first estimates, TNA will break its all-time pay-per-view record with final resolution with about 40,000 buys for Sting's return. Now, TNA has said had several shows due within 35,000 to 40,000 range, so it would be slightly ahead of a number of several shows. So this is um, kind of contradictory to what they said last week where they were like, Sting's probably not helping. Well, apparently it did help a little bit. Uh, Bound for Glory and Turning Point were both estimated to be around 35,000 buys, so we're just ahead of that. Now, this number is based on first-day buys. The show didn't get as strong a word of mouth, so the replay buys may do may not do record numbers.
0: So, um, I kind of, I feel like it's not really a sign of him helping if he's reaching a max of where they were at before he
1: got there. No, they went over the max. They were between that range now it's saying it's over 40,000. It says about 40,000 buys,
0: about. but that's
1: day one buys, that's not counting replays and all that. So now it didn't help a lot, just take the positives. Okay, oh, sorry, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, uh, cl- including some other good stuff here TNA Impact from last week, Beb. January 21st did a 0.92 rating, which is equivalent to about 1.03 million viewers. Not bad. Now listen to this though. This is pretty interesting. The show had a unique ratings pattern. It did a 0.99 the first quarter, highest ever for an opening quarter by a huge margin, as 0.7 is the typical first quarter. Uh, usually, the show always continually increases and does its number in the fi- It does its biggest number in the final quarter. It appears that the show would have done a uh, in the 1.1 range with Sting actually appearing. The audience decline was most notable when it was made clear that Sting would be appearing next week. So in theory, that means the show we're about to watch today, the January 28th uh, edition of Impact, should set a company record.
0: Yeah, you would think. You would think. I'm not surprised that they dipped out, of course.
1: Cool. Isn't that interesting? Because normally they go up, but they literally started high because people were probably excited to see this thing, and then they were they hyped it up for a while, and then as soon as they said he's not coming, it dropped off. That's how it goes. Uh, the TNA impact on January 14th drew a .76 rating, which is about 942,000 viewers, just slightly below average for homes and slightly above average for viewers. I don't know how that gets figured out, but nonetheless, there it is. Yeah, I don't know how that works either. But, yeah. Um, so, all very interesting rating talk. Now, uh, Dave has an interesting uh, note here that he writes about. He said, in trying to gauge whether Sting is going to be worth $500,000, you should figure it this way. they will probably uh, do somewhere between 9 and 11 pay-per-view matches this year, since he's... It's, it's rumored that he he may be on the uh, February show in Let's just do, let's just go with ten as a com- compromise number. He says, so he has to generate fifty thousand dollars of additional revenue if TNA is going to average thirty thousand to thirty five thousand buys. Um, he said that he's going to go with thirty two uh, five hundred for math purposes. So without him, if he wrestles ten matches this year, he has to add. 3,918 buys, and he pays for himself, even if he doesn't generate $1 in merchandise revenue uh, or help to get one new sponsorship or play a part in getting an improved time slot or other things that can't really put a number on their worth until they happen. So basically, for him to be worth it, the company is going to have to hit about 36,500 buys per month level consistently, which is not out of the question. Yeah, uh, and essentially he paid for himself on the first show. Although uh, he's pretty much everyone knew he he would in the first one no matter what. So it's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean that doesn't seem like a horrible, like impossible number to reach. Yeah, agreed. Also, that, I, that's if and that's if he doesn't sell any merchandise or sponsors or whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: now, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't doesn't Spike pay for him? Isn't that a Spike TV thing? I don't know if TNA is paying for him. I, I can't
0: believe I, I wouldn't believe TNA is. So, so it's
1: also there's also
0: no way. No, because on Jared's podcast, he was like, yeah, that him and like, I think even Nash I think, not paying for. I think Spike TV is paying for the big So, like, okay, like Jay Lethal that you talked about getting a contract, that's a TNA contract. That's TNA's a TNA guy. Paying. But these bigger names, no way. And Jared yeah. said that on the My World podcast. Right. So he that was a Spike TV
1: thing. hmm So. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Uh, it hasn't been finalized, but it is likely that Christy Hemi is actually going to be coming in. So we heard we heard last week that she was potentially going to be used in that Raven girlfriend storyline that was dropped. But now she still may come in. Now Matt Morgan, we talked about him last week, is more debatable. Everyone realizes he's a great talker and a not-so-great worker. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: no, I'm going to cut you off right there.
1: <laughs> Matt Morgan as a great talker? Hey, man, I'm just reading what Dave wrote. Get the hell out of here. No way. <laughs> he says the argument becomes uh, that a guy of his size who can talk like he can is worth taking a chance on. First, the argument of exactly what you can do with him, given the TNA roster and style. And he kind of goes into the point of, like, Him being so large that he'd expose how little everyone in DNA is, including Abyss. So yeah, it's a very interesting point, but
0: yeah, that's Uh, honestly
1: we can we can live without Matt Morgan, I think.
0: I would, yeah, I agree with that. And the and I'll reference this about seeing what he's like, what he did in OVW. I mean, he had a very brief run on WWE television, but he this Matt Morgan tries to wrestle. As if he's, like, a mixture of, like, Booker T style and, like, Tidger. And it's, like, dude, you're fucking 6'10". Like, no, you don't... Stop trying to do handsprings. That's pretty good. Just be a big man. But the way that he wrestles... And he's, like, he's a tall... He's, like, a lengthy guy. So it's, like, oh, my God. Sometimes... Some of the stuff he would do is just... You don't, this is not believable. You shouldn't be working that
1: style that he does. But right. I digress.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, also what a great, but a great talker. Get the
1: fuck out. Yeah. He also apparently came in and without anyone even being familiar with the story of his arrest last week, went to Dutch Mantel and told him his version of what happened. So he, he tried to like cover for the whole arrest. Impersonating well, the thing, he,
0: he must not have been charred. Like,
1: charged in the well he has his story you want me to read the story since we're talking about it I mean, sure he but it. he he ends up like in the political office in florida right so that crossed my mind when i read this like how yeah. did this happen so basically uh, he says morgan uh, has told people that he was going down taylorsville road which is the busiest street in louisville and a woman pulled out in front of him he pulled up next to her and told her that she was she was lucky he wasn't a cop Or the other version is he acted like he was calling the cops on his phone and she thought he was a cop. Dave says he's heard two versions. One is the police arrived and she claimed he was impersonating a cop. And the other one is he left, went to the gym, and after leaving the gym, was pulled over and taken in for impersonating a police officer. He doesn't appear to think he's in any serious trouble. So, at least in this version of the story, it's seeming like not what it came off as
0: yeah no so that that's just yeah that seems like a major miscommunication or something
1: because mm-hmm. like, usually
0: when somebody gets caught being a cop the police are there they're like you know they have the badge and everything. They're like you're not a cop like what are you doing and right yeah that's that's
1: a he says she said type of thing so that's, mm-hmm. yeah uh bob i only have two more notes and then we're gonna get into today's show so it's a lot shorter than uh our last episode As it always is, right, after the pay-per-views? But then we have plenty more to talk about during the show, so don't worry. I'm not leaving you guys hanging here. Um, There has been a lot of heat among wrestlers over Shannon Moore's push. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh... With the feeling that he did nothing to warrant a push, let alone— no shit let alone pin AJ Styles last week. Now, of course, yeah. with the distraction of AJ, or Christopher Daniels. but uh, So he did not deserve to pin Styles in that TV match. Now, the heat got worse because everyone in the locker room believes the reason Moore got a big push without proving himself first was due to Jeff Jarrett. And listen to this, that Moore's girlfriend is the well-known wrestling seamstress uh, who makes Jeff Jarrett's outfits.
0: Uh, okay.
1: Kinda weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, not not good. Not a good look.
1: Former Julie Drazdov is what I don't know who that is, but in case anyone else does,
0: Drazdov. It's not Drazdov.
1: It? I don't know. He writes former Julie Drazdov. Mm. I don't know. You can Google her if you want, but I'll, go, I'll Google her for you. Oh wait, the estranged wife of it might. It might
0: they got, be. They got a strange rape of who? Jazz. What?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Gosh. it is.
1: It is. Oh. Interesting. Who would have known?
0: I, I actually wasn't expecting that. Well, me?
1: you said it, and then I was like, I feel like maybe I need to look that up quick. Let's see. They divorced in late 2005. Him and draws. so...
0: Well, you learn something new every day. I I believe she actually ends up divorcing Shannon Moore, too.
3: I'd have to go. Here, let me go to Shan Moore's. Because
1: I can't. It doesn't, I can't click her name because she's apparently not very important. Wait, here we go. Personal life. And his first wife. They were married from 2002 to 2005. Oh, wait a second. Oh, then he married Julie and... Um, 2009, Julie Youngberg, and they divorced in 2017. There it is. Yeah. There it is.
3: Look at that. Perfect. Um, anyway,
1: yeah, pretty interesting. So he's got some heat on him. And speaking of people who have heat, <laughs> Apollo's status is in question, Bob. Yeah. Now, of course, we saw the announcement last week that. Uh, it it appears that Conan and Homicide are facing the James gang at Against All Odds. Uh, Now, the feeling is that they have to make a statement about guys missing pay-per-view shows. Obviously, the feeling is that it's more than just a transportation problem uh, out of his control because nobody would be mad at him over that. So he's got some heat here, and we may be seeing the end of Apollo coming up, potentially.
0: Well, what a good move by him. He gets a potential breakout attempt here, and then he fumbles it.
3: Good
1: stuff. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's what I got. (laughs) So some pretty interesting stuff to kick us off. And like I said, we have more notes that we will be discussing during today's show, but not when Sting is here and comes out.
0: Uh, All righty then, let's get into the January 28th, 2006 episode of TNA Impact. I will count down from three when I say play. That's when you want to watch long, either in your own personal collection or on TNA Plus. The approximate runtime for this is 41.33, which makes me feel like maybe the beginning here got cut off a little bit, considering it Mm -hmm. looks like we're starting off with a sting thing. Um, So, whatever. Uh, Three, two, one play
3: yeah we're literally immediately in a style sting highlight package so i'm assuming that we missed
2: the, the dna very
3: yes yeah, yeah there's no sting looking everywhere for sting no sting where's sting
1: sting has been delayed Is there a problem with Sting? I don't understand, like, why they're trying to make it like mysterious of why Sting isn't there. It's kind of weird to me.
0: He's questioning whether or not oh, he's coming. Was he the Undertaker?
1: He's coming. Well, here's our normal intro. He's
0: uh, here. Remember when we had that horrible opening for like two years?
1: I wish I couldn't remember it, but
0: maybe on this on the new TNA they'll go back to that bad opening.
1: I'm wondering if they're gonna mimic this one.
3: They should mimic this one. I thought that's Glenn Birdie.
0: Abyss against Rhino tonight.
1: Abyss versus Rhino is becoming the Sabu versus Abyss situation, dude. We're getting it way too much. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Good. And listen, I love I love TNA, I love impact. if we're not bringing back the six night ring, what are we doing? Yeah, they should. Oh you guys got a sure I will work for TNA. That's good. But well, they keep it off with
0: the NWA world champ.
1: This means we're definitely seeing him later in the show again.
0: I would imagine.
1: The king can't of the mountain.
0: Possibly just come out at the beginning and then never see him again on a night when it's dang.
1: Exactly, dude.
0: Look at this. You can't even see him. Where is he?
3: There he is. With Gal Kim. The king of the mountain. Look at that guy. He tried to grab it. Jarrett just hit him.
1: And his opponent, Jay Lethal.
0: Uh, I got quite a bit of notes here for Jay Lethal. Oh. Uh, January 14th, he lost to Christopher Daniels at Ring of Honor Hell Freezes Over. January 20th, Roderick Strong defeated Jay Lethal at FIP's Orlando Onslaught. January 22nd, Frankie Kazarian defeated Jay Lethal at NWA Cyberspace. Uh, January 27th. Jay Lethal teamed up with Brian Danielson, in a losing effort against Austin Aries and Roddick Strong for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles at Ring of Honor Tag Wars 2006. And lastly, on January 28th, Jimmy Yang defeated Jay Lethal at Ring of Honor's Dissension. We got Jackie Gata and uh, Gail Kim having a confrontation. She's got a recorder.
1: She, Jackie the problem with Jackie Gitta is she's so exaggerated with her yeah. like movements and I think that's the biggest issue. Yeah. Gail's like oh what's this I'm gonna go listen to it. What in the world dude.
0: No you're absolutely right about the
1: exaggeration on her. Yeah. What What could possibly be on the tape that's gonna be like mind blowing to us. You know what I mean? Like, what could it possibly be? I don't, oh, I bet you he, they don't even know. He paid off Scott DeMore. It's like, wow, couldn't have guessed that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know,
0: yeah, yeah. Get him, Jay. Yeah, so Jay Lazard's current tag team in AEW.
1: Um, I don't know for how much longer. Uh, yeah, so,
0: I saw the Twitter thing. That was
1: either. Oh, four. you did? Yeah. yeah, so I was, I took a Snapchat oh! to. That was a nice missile dropkick by Jay Lethal. I sent Bob a Snapchat because Jarrett had his guitar lit up from behind yeah. in the backstage segment. And I just fucking died laughing. Look at right. that diving headbutt. Diving button. headbutt. Dynamite kit. We're getting thrown out here. Um, yeah, and then they started arguing. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to last much longer. Mind you, it's not doing anything for anything. Like, there's it's just there. Oh, what oh, in the world? Shit. Look at that stroke. Lethal jumped like three feet in the air. Jeff
0: Jarrett with the dub.
1: Um, I have some news about Jay Lethal. So we just announced last week he got a contract. Well, Jay Lethal got his contract offer because he impressed Jeff Jarrett in this match. Um, He didn't get the offer until after the tapings, and contrary to the report in last week's issue, he has not signed the contract as of press time. He hadn't even read the contract as of the weekend, but gave indications he probably would end up signing. Jeremy Borish had been pushing for him for months after seeing him in ROH, but others thought he wasn't quite ready uh, yet when his name first came up. But pretty much the consensus now is that they're impressed with him. And here comes Christian Cage.
0: So, if you got a TNA contract, do you think you would wait a few days before you even read it or would you be immediately reading
1: it? be fucking reading it, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I would be doing. Like
0: what?
3: Oh,
1: I just came out here with a promise, you silly little bitch. I'm assuming that's what he said. They beeped it.
0: we an asshole.
1: Mm. Oh, fuck. February 12th. Promise from Zabisco and... The Championship Committee. Jeff Jarrett. First Captain Charisma. Christian Cage. Okay, so this is what we thought. Now what the fuck is Sting gonna say?
0: That's a bit anticlimactic, though. For how they announce it.
3: Oh, <laughs> he's gonna fulfill his destiny. This guy, Raven? You
1: will win because that's how I. <gasps>
3: yeah.
1: Go you heard him chain. promise. Yeah.
3: Okay. So we got what,
1: three three weeks? Counting well. this one, yeah. We have two more impacts and then it's right against now. Salons.
0: Still a come, right on. a team
1: but 3 in Mets, action. Team 3 in action. Oh, we almost got a Morphoplex ad, but. We cut so that we are back at the Amixa. Get up, get up, get up. Oh, we're getting business, dude. No there's the pyro. They didn't taunt or anything. They're just going out. Oh, they have a contract, but oh, they have to pick probably who they're fighting.
0: Mm. And that's gonna happen. I think after. that's Kenny King and Buck Quartermain again.
1: Oh dude, they're getting they're getting a good payday on this tape. Yeah, they are. Good for them.
0: Poor Quartermain, though, got thrown out to the floor, so I don't know if he's actually gonna be in the ring for the second week in a row. I don't know how you feel about Kenny King's uh, dyed hair.
3: Yeah, it's weird. I noticed that last week.
0: Yeah.
3: They said they want a Team Canada. They want MW. You got to pick one. Here comes Brother Ray. You see that chop?
0: Suplex takes king over, cover. One, two, no. We
3: want tables. Vertical suplex. They got screwed yeah, by the no Canadians. Shit.
0: Tana- is like they did in my mind. It's because today they did. They they literally won the match.
1: Okay, but Quartermain could have just tagged him. Is he, okay, there we go. I was going to say, is he not going to work again?
0: Quartermain is so gassed that you would have thought it was 1988. <laughs> He's trying to get a, like, a spot. I'm
1: not there to be a roster. 3-D! Wow, we wasted no time getting that one done. No time. One, two, three. That
3: will do it. Now, okay, now tell us who you're going to fight. We're going to fight the diamonds of the rough. <laughs>
1: Fucking d dude. Holy shit.
0: <laughs> I got to give credit to Divon. He's like, yo, let's have a good run. And then brother Ray's just like, hi, I eat. No.
1: Oh, he has a plaque in his hand. I'm assuming like a tag. The, is it the tag team? Is the it a pl-
0: I thought it was a plaque, too. I didn't know if it yep. was.
1: A- I saw the shine.
0: Yeah, TNA Tag Team of the Year award. Which they won, which is insane. Mm-hmm. For two months. <laughs>
1: Fuck off. Thank you to each and every one of you. We wrestled two matches in yeah, 2005. Uh, but thank it, you. We played for it,
0: three buys but we were Tag Team of
1: the Year. But you have so much respect for us. That's so stupid. So, Bisco, you just had to give us some time. We got an answer for you. It's only been 20 minutes since we did that pre-tape. Yeah. The answer is that we can't choose. One of the hardest
3: decisions we've ever had to make. Do you go after Team Cannon, or do we go after AMW?
0: Well, so they're saying both. Both, 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 well, both, both. Look at the guys doing going, it, too. We're going after Austin Aries and Roderick Strong. This go and give them both.
1: Since you guys voted us the tag team of the year, we're going to leave the most important decision up to you.
3: Wow. Oh, we're going to let the fans pick. Go to the TNA website. I bet you they're going to say that.
0: Do you want to see us kick AMW's ass? Yeah. It. Do it. Do
3: it,
0: brother Ray. Say it.
1: Do you see how he said Team Canada, though? Those no-good, piece-of-crap Canadians kick them back to your country. It's very clear I think they're pushing for Team Canada.
3: Go to (laughs) TVWrestling.com and vote. They wouldn't fudge the numbers, would they? Okay, here's a. Th-
0: yeah, d oh, Mons is gonna do his usual thing. I feel like if I was Team 3D, I would be offended if they said Team Canada, because then that means they don't want me to be the tag team champions.
1: To be fair, they didn't say they wanted another title shot. They just want to beat them up.
0: They just want to go after them. I guess that's true. That's
1: a good point. But I would still take it personally. Right. Uh, a little Samoa Joe package again from Final Resolution here.
0: Like, could you imagine if Sting was like, do you guys want me to go for the world title? Or do you guys want me to fight Johnny Devine? And then the fans were like, Johnny Devine.
1: Right. Okay. Oh, we're seeing Jer- Daniels and uh, Styles talk about the towel situation here. Um, but during that, Bob, and here's some mojo. Um, in the this didn't take long department, there is already talk about bringing Jeff Hardy back. Oh, my God. A guy barely
0: even left.
1: Don't. Um, As far as other people who might be coming in, uh, apparently Michael Modest and Donovan Morgan have been inquiring about coming in. Uh, they said they'd be even willing to do come in as a job team. Morgan now lives in Central Florida, so there's a pretty good chance he'll either get a tryout or get some TV work. Modest lives in Northern California, so it's more questionable. I mean, they're a good tag team, but I don't see them coming in. No. Well, since this is still going on, uh, A- Japan
0: too.
1: AJ Styles missed this weekend Indie dates uh, with an ear and throat Infection which that made him unable to fly So we won't be hearing any AJ Styles Indie notes this week Oh, oh backstage Jerry Lynn talking with Shelly, Aries, and Roderick Strong
3: We got two victories You told us to Big whoopity do You got to make this job so difficult. Oh, here's Matt Bentley and Tracy. You still singing that same old song and dance?
1: Let me give, let me let, give you kids a piece of advice. Stop coming to Jerry, begging for an opportunity, and do something about
3: it. And to be honest with you guys. I don't even think you've been here long enough to sweep the ring. Why is it Bentley seeming like a heel again?
1: Let's talk about Matt Bentley. Where's my opportunity? (laughs) Jerry, have you seen the Bentley bounce? They love me. Oh, my God, dude. I have one question for you, Jerry. One question only. When does Matt Bentley get his I opportunity?
0: I Matt Bentley's like, you guys need to stop asking for the opportunity. And then he asks for an opportunity.
1: Oh, right now. He's, he... Pay attention. I'll show you how, it's, how to be successful. Um, I do have a note about all these guys. Um, there were words spoken between Matt Bentley and Alex Shelley regarding the layout of the trios match at final resolution. It was said to not have been anything that came close to being physical, nor a major concern, but it did happen.
2: Interesting.
3: Oh,
1: and I have another one about Roderick Strong. Sorry. I just saw. Um, His match with Tanahashi. Apparently, so Tanahashi was said to be really over in his explosion match with Roderick Strong. The fans chanting, please come back at him. So apparently that went pretty well.
3: Whoa. Whoa.
1: Against all odds, apparently it's Samoa Joe, Daniels, and AJ Styles again. Jerry vs. Christian Cage. What is happening? Hello. <laughs> wow, this show looks really good already. Just <laughs> casually drop that in and there. LAX and James Gang. Dude, this is shaping up to be a good pay-per-view. Uh, see, I said that about the last one, and I didn't well, enjoy it. So. I actually uh, only have one. I
0: mean, Joe Styles, Daniels alone should be
1: fucking Well, right. Um, I have one final note. I might as well just tell you now because we're talking about pay-per-views. After the February 12th, the next pay-per-views are Destination X, which will probably be headlined by an Ultimate X match. On uh, March 12th, or sorry, that's March 12th, lockdown, uh, which is uh, April 23rd, of course, will probably be all cage. Tentative dates are sacrificed for May 24th, Slammiversary on June 18th, Victory Road on July 16th, and they are gearing up they are gearing major shows for lockdown, bound for glory in October, and at Turning Point in December. So
0: that works.
3: Don West, the bouncy Tracy. The Tracy bounce it's in Trace. my mind.
2: I mean
1: she, you know, she's got a nice top on. Oh Don. There's three people doing the Bentley bounce right there. Yeah, well they the people love them.
0: I
3: There's like it. Yeah. Anyways, that's all my notes for the show, Bob. So now we get to enjoy the rest.
0: Who is going to be the guy that he can uh, show what he's going uh, to fuck. Um,
1: <laughs> it's Samoa Joe. Oh, Jerry man. Lynn
0: might be showing some favoritism to his new boys. This is not going to be going good here for Mr. Bentley. No. speaking of uh Smojo, who is the new a W. world champion? Just by the way. Let's see here. Uh, all right, uh there is uh one IndyNo here for so, well, I guess three. Because I don't know if I've said these other ones. Probably not. Um, Back on January 12th, Smojo defeated Necro Butcher at IWA Mid-South's New Year's Resolution Revenge. January 14th, Smojo defeated BJ Whitmore by KO at Ring of Honor's Hell Freezes Over. And then on January 22nd, Smojo defeated Christopher Daniels at PTW Payback, which is in
3: Michigan. Okay, well, as, as
1: expected, Joe's going right after him. Look at Dave Hender sitting up in the bleachers. They got to be doing something with Dave. Boom! Gets a foot up as Joe runs at him in the corner. Jump to the middle rope. Missile drop kick. Joe <laughs> sidesteps him. Uh, classic.
0: Casual.
1: Got a. Shelly oh,
0: Aries and Strong watching on the uh, aisle there. Senton splash by Joe. And oh,
3: Adrian. Yeah. Andrew. The X Division Pioneer.
1: Is what they're calling him. I get Jerry Lynn has just like got his little cheater glasses on and he just is like an agent guy now.
0: Well, they were making note of how old he was, even in the asylum. They're suggesting that he was super I old. I know. The new Bound
3: for Glory DVD with all the extras.
0: Blah! Bulldog. Wheelbarrow Bulldog there by Bentley. Tries for a clothesline, but Joe just staggers. Another one. And a forearm. Joe won't go
1: down, though. Uh, Huracurana will do it. Goes for a cover. Nope. We're 20 minutes, 17 seconds into the show, if you're watching along. Joe, 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 Joe.
0: Bentley is pummeling Joe with right hands. Joe shoves him away. Bentley misses a splash, and that leads to a running knee strike
3: by Joe.
1: And Joe's going to go for a muscle buster. I don't think he's going to make it out of the... Oh, okay. Goes for a super kick. Irish Whip comes back. Wheel barrel. Oh, oh! Right into the Coquina Clutch. That was pretty nice. And T-Taps on. And Bentley quit. Back of the line Bentleys, is what they're going to be calling him now. There goes his opportunity.
3: Wow. <laughs> I like the pop up into it. It was nice. Yeah, that was good. That was a good transition. The
1: unbeaten streak continues. Shelly, of course, with the Shelly cam recorded that whole thing. Still to come tonight, Sting is going to be speaking live in the Impact one. But up next, Rhino and Abyss. business proposal we've had a lot of highlight packages and stuff on these last two episodes of impact which has been a little weird although i guess it's helping with the pace right we don't feel like we're running through about 50 million things yeah i
3: i don't mind it
2: the best the best (laughs) And
0: that leads us into our main event. Final Resolution Rematch. Where's the Final Resolution Rematch? Where is he? Oh, there he is. Uh, um, All right, I have some mini notes here for Mr. Rhino. And I got to make sure that I didn't say it already. I probably already said those ones. All right, so um, on January 22nd, the PTW heavyweight champion Mountie Brown defeated Rhino. And then on January 22nd, guess what? Abyss, the NBA cyberspace heavyweight champion, retained against Rhino. Wow! So this match is already happening on the Indies. So
3: joy. Here we go. Yeah.
0: We boom! 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 boom. Storming the ring. He's so much cooler as a heel. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about it. But it just as a baby face, he just kind of comes across like a dweeb. It's a dweeb. He kind of does. I, don't
3: know. I mean, I, I see what you're saying here.
0: Overhand chops. Now this is not a hardcore match or anything. So I doubt this is going to be necessarily great.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is what I mean is like these guys keep fighting, but like, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I really care. Yeah. Now, if it was like, hey, we're going to do a street fight on impact with them, OK?
0: Rhino elbows, a charging Abyss in the corner, another one. Billy, the, the
1: Shane Douglas is so mad.
0: <laughs> That's my fucking finisher. <laughs> oh,
1: it's like fails. I always like that they the joke. Uh, I think it was on Tony Schiavone's podcast. They joke that Taz gets mad when people wear orange. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that before, though. Uh, dude, I love funny. it. I mean, you can't. I mean, it is. But I think it's so funny. I just like the idea that he's like, yo, fuck you for wearing orange.
0: <laughs> yeah, would be like Stone Cold Steve Austin being pissed that people wear black. I've never heard that one. I'm not saying that's real. I'm saying it would oh. be funny if that if that oh, wasn't. Okay. Why are you wearing black? Yeah, what are you doing that for? Oh, fucking Dave Hebner again. Dude, he, watching. Nothing's happening with that, right? I don't think so. I don't remember anything happening with it.
1: It's not like he has a group of men. To control. We know he's associated with TNA management. Well, for a while, he was only watching X Division guys, and now he's kind of gone outside of that. So it's even weirder. And there hasn't been anything in the Observer about it. Not really. I mean, the only thing is that he w- helps um, her, Hermy, with UWF, but that doesn't mean anything to us.
2: Right.
1: In our world of TNA wrestling, it means nothing.
3: Yeah.
0: Doomsday. Go get him. Big splash in the corner by Abyss. Click, click,
1: doomsday! Oh shit, is he gonna do it right now? Yeah, look, doomsday! Now he hit the button. You don't like that? It's so corny, dude. It's so corny. That's so. And he's got to jump up on the apron and be like, doomsday. (laughs) And okay, he's not really rushing into the doomsday thing here. Okay, here we go. Irish whip? No, rhino counters. Berman's carry? Nope. He got out of that. Go Ducks the clothesline. Here comes Rhino. Spinebuster
3: on the monster. Gore. Gore.
0: Gore. Gore. Do it, Rhino. You won't do it. Oh, this sends him over the top to the floor. He's out of the concrete near the arena floor. If you're wondering if you
1: heard something, I thought somebody was like a girl was screaming that whole time. I think it was it literally on the show. Yeah. I thought it was like a high pitch. Like, everyone's blowing uh, because of the lovely storm we got. So like, I was like, is that their snowblower? But I took it off and it's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're getting That's... some garbage stuff here now uh, with a steel chair.
0: The trademark for Abyss and Rhino is chair shots. Oh, he's chasing Andrew Thomas away. Come on, Andrew Thomas, grow a set. Stand up to him. He's just a big guy in a mask. Who cares? Have you've not seen Pulp Fiction, they're harmless. Oh my God. We're going toward the,
3: the stage area, but on the floor. Trash can? What
1: is... Wait, it's... he's not going to do it, but I think he's going to do it, is he? Is he going to gore him through the fucking stage right now? gore him somewhere. Wait, wait. He's throwing shit. What's happening over there?
0: He moved all that stuff to grab the chair that was
1: not That's hidden. That's right. Look at the 3D table still over there from AMW yeah. and Team 3D, dude. Yeah, they hold on to everything until they sold it all in about 2013. They sold that? No, nah, I don't know if they sold that, but like when they when I bought my bound for glory sign and like I have like an impact zone, like with arrow sign uh, from the impact zone that was like, hey, it's this way. Uh, they sold <laughs> a ton of stuff. Get the fuck out of here. You're just Gordon through a wall. Yeah, he just Gored him through basically a, a plastic wall. It's metal. It's not metal. That's metal. Yes, it is. There's no way that's a metal wall. Yes, it is, dude. It's that corrugated, like, aluminum. Yeah, aluminum. Yeah. It's still metal, bro. Sorry. It's basically nothing. Anyways, they just called a no contest because they just went through the wall. And Shane Douglas yeah. is out there. That's, like, where he does his interviews. I mean, look, that's literally what it is. You can see it over there. Put that in the impact opening. Yeah, I would. Okay, this is a little much.
0: Dallas, he just gored him through a metal wall. What are you talking about? I mean, he did. Oh, look at that. Just, It's literally so flimsy. It's bent on the snow. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, look at the backside view.
2: Yeah.
3: With the impact sign on the ground somehow. They're
1: dead. They're literally dead. We're checking them like they literally just got shot, and they're like, okay. How are they doing? <laughs> wow, no contest. Okay, next up, Sting. We got, we're at 30 minutes, 35 really seconds. Transition.
0: So two of our wrestlers are probably dead. Uh, but now we got Sting. <laughs> Sting's coming up. Sting's live in the impact zone next. That's great. Sting better walk out and just walk right by them, still being, like, stretched out. <laughs> okay, so Mike Teddy's in the ring. We had to pay for Sting's contract somehow, so Rhino and Abyss are gone.
1: Watch the guy in the green tie every time Mike
3: Tenet moves. He's like. (laughs) Is he drunk?
0: Yeah, he's telling you right there. He's just nodding his head and doing a thumbs up after every sentence.
1: What is he doing?
3: His hand was raised in victory.
1: Appearing and speaking for the first time on national TV in five years. And Pimpak's own welcome
3: to the man called Sting.
1: With what I consider to be one of the best theme songs in TNA. Well, if they don't have the weird version, they just did at Final Resolution. I was going to say, they had a,
0: the weird version at the view. Oh, fuck
1: yeah. it, is that version? It's the weird fucking version. <laughs> God damn it.
0: And it's not an edit because we have the Spike TV logo in the corner. And this is definitely the sign. I can't picture Sting coming out to this right now. Well, he does. <laughs> I know. It was 47 coming out to like a rap song, too. Like, come on. It's rock. It's like that kid rock. Uh, yeah, it's ass. like, yeah, I was going to say,
3: yeah, it's a kid rock. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to hear if I can hear any of the words in it. I can't understand a word of it. Don't get me started. Don't get me started.
3: Don't even get me started. <laughs> God. This doesn't last long. There's no way. There's no way. Well, Sting is here in the impact zone.
0: It's like when Goldberg had Mega Death as his theme song. That lasted a month.
3: It's showtime. I don't
1: hate it, but not for Sting. Like, I don't like it for Sting. I don't know. But in general, it's not bad. Yeah.
0: But for a 47-year-old Sting, I don't know.
1: Like, to be honest, like, I could see this being, like, the impact intro. Sure. Yeah.
0: It sounds like, it just feels like they're trying to make him young and hip.
1: Probably. It's funny because we've, even for the hype up for him, we've heard his TNA theme. Sure. Sure. And Monty Brown came out to it, and, uh, sorry, um Harris did when they were doing the tribute. Yeah. Monty Brown might have, too, but.
2: Woo!
3: Oh, my.
1: St-Zinger is in the house. Let's what? go, baby. Oh, I love when he says that. Oh, <laughs> Yes. Sting, 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 sting. Yeah, I fucking love Sting, dude. Sting, Sting, Sting. Let's go.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, he's got something he's gotta get off his chest. March of two thousand
1: one. I wrestled what I believed was my last match. About how many matches did he had? Did he have since then before this?
2: Six.
3: I'm looking it up. I won the title against Rick Flair. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Hold on.
0: 10, 11, 12, 13. You mentioned Chicago and like five people screamed, so they're probably from Chicago.
1: 15, 16, 17, 18. He had 18 matches before final resolution since WCW's last match. Oh. Remember when uh, he was at big
0: time wrestling and he forgot that David Arquette won the title in Syracuse? Yeah.
1: He's like, that happened here? Are and he came. Sure, with no, we're, like, face no, we're paint. sure, <laughs> no face paint or nothing. Yeah. Okay, so he's saying, "I didn't get to say goodbye to the fans. We never had a good chance to say goodbye to you. Wrestling's not the same without you. He heard those stories for five years. He missed the smell of the arenas. Really, the smell of it." The
3: roar of the crowds. And then when TNA management called me up.
1: They just landed Spike TV. And they wanted to know. If I would be a part of this wrestling organization. He saw guys like AJ Styles. You had already been there. You already worked for the company. Abyss, Samoa Joe. future world champion sitting in the dressing room right now yeah. and he couldn't uh, be more correct about that i mean
0: aj styles was already a world champion
1: well he didn't say that he said there's other ones handful of oh. other ones Sabin, samoa joe Shelley, a, samoa joe
0: samoa joe was a ring of honor world champion
1: yeah ring of honor doesn't count it doesn't sorry not this time okay. especially not this time i agree tna is awesome <laughs> It was either now. I could or refuse
0: now. the offer. It was five hundred thousand dollars, and I'm forty-seven years old. So that, I, I have to take it to work eighteen times a year. I'll do that.
1: I guess I'll just do it. <laughs> I already am probably a multimillionaire from WCW, but I will just do. It. I will do it. How much do you think he's getting paid in AEW right now? I don't even want to know. I really I don't love to know. He just called Darby Allen recently. His the best tag team partner he's had in his whole career, and I just kept thinking about if Lex Luger tuned in that night, he would have fu- he probably
0: fell out of his wheelchair.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he was like, "What? What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> he texts him, Steve. What the fuck?
0: Lex Luger will come back and like turn on him now. Okay,
1: so Sting's talking about how he. The, the, I still got the. You still got a chant.
3: The red blood cells were moving through my veins like never before.
1: And all the crowd roaring. Nothing matched up to Final Resolution. All the arenas all over the world, nothing matched up to how we felt that night.
3: I mean, what I say, not idle words.
1: The one thing missing five years ago was that he couldn't say goodbye the way he wanted to. And final resolution was just that. It was his final resolution.
3: What a bummer. He wants to take this opportunity to say thank you to
1: TNA Management. To Dixie Carter and the Carter family. Cut to Dixie Carter crying in the front row. Oh, I thought they were. (laughs) <laughs> but most of all, and I mean this, I want to say thank you to you. And he points the bat at all the fans, and he starts throwing the bat in the crowd and hitting babies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say thank you to you. He points it right at the camera. Hmm? Thank
0: you, Sting. Thank I you, never thought you would be plus. A B plus player. That was thank always you. Dallas. I swear. To no,
1: you. <laughs> fuck you, dude. I love Sting. <laughs>
3: He's like, I got to do this. He doesn't want to taint it. He doesn't want to forget
1: it. More fans re- for you.
0: Remember that, Seth Rollins.
1: Son of a bitch. Oof. Oof. <laughs> That's fucking bad. But it's so fucking true. <laughs> it's such bullshit. Please
0: don't go, Sting. We'll never see you. Ever again. No.
3: Say it ain't so. They're chanting, please don't go. I love you guys.
1: Okay. Thank you for the memories. Thank you for the memories. He loves each and every one of us. But he's saying goodbye. Okay. So he's setting his bat down, it looks like. Yeah. The thing that's yeah. weird about this, Bob, is Jarrett already fucking exposed that he has a one-year contract in an interview.
0: Yeah, well, you can always, like, retire, and then it's just not... No,
1: they're not doing this. All the babyface yeah. X Division guys are coming out to say thank you to AJ's like, Hey AJ's like,
0: hey, man, I'll throw in the towel for you. Hey, Saban, man.
1: Sanjay Dutt. Christian Cage.
0: Christian Cage. What the hell, dude? Oh, he is actually pissed. What the hell? Dude? Oh, he
1: looks mad, yeah. What the fuck? He's like, I don't want to mess that up, man.
3: You still got it, man.
1: Sting hugs him. I love you I like I love you brother. like a brother? What? <laughs> dude, just met him last week. <laughs> and Sting is leaving. What the fuck? Dude, we just saw the end of Sting's career.
0: I he love def- you like a brother.
1: His career's over, Bob. You could be his fucking dad. Okay, you can still love him like a brother. Okay, Bob, what'd you think of that episode of Impact?
3: It was alright. It was fine.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fine. I like last week's probably a little bit better, but I... I thought this was a good one. I'm not mad at it. Well, I don't understand why they're trying to make Sting look like he's fucking quitting now. I can't wait to read about that in the Observer Newsletter. Uh, Dave's gonna be like, looks like the contract
0: fell through. Uh,
1: So they didn't actually have him signed, like we thought. So he read the fine print. They gave him five hundred grand for one match, and uh, that's why he did it.
0: (laughs) They were like, Sting didn't understand the contract. Uh, They said it was five hundred grand for more than one, and he thought it was just for
1: one. So uh, he had to walk away from it. Silly. Ain't doing it. Well, when will we see Sting again? It does not appear that we will be seeing him at Against All Odds like we thought, so.
0: Lockdown, dude. Everything's at lockdown, isn't it? It's gotta be. I can see it now. It's gonna be Christian, Team Christian against Team (laughs) Jarrett. And then, (laughs) conveniently, uh, Jarrett will have, like, his, what is, it's four on four, right?
1: I think so. So
0: it'll be like Jarrett, AMW, and like, Monty Brown, perfect. Yeah, that's what before. It'll be like, you know, Christian, uh, Rhino, AJ, and he's going to be like, ah, oh, I don't have a fourth.
2: Mm.
0: If only I knew somebody. If only I had a friend.
1: If I had a brother. If only
0: if I had a brother.
1: I don't need a partner. <laughs> I need my brother. <laughs> 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 yeah, baby, let's go. That's amazing. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So obviously we're going to be seeing yeah. this thing,
1: and it is amazing. Yeah, we will. We will.
0: Um, um, but that's my prediction is we won't. We won't see him again until lockdown
1: Right. Oh man. Well, that was good stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to against all odds already. Uh, we have literally three, at least on paper, big matches. And we got two more episodes of Impact, so I'm sure we will find out more uh, in the next <clears throat> next two weeks.
0: The fact that they just
1: casually
0: were like, "By the way, Joe's defending against A.J. Styles and Christopher Daniels," and then also uh, we have Cage and
1: yeah. this
0: whole—I thought it was Joe and Styles, and then they just made it a triple threat again.
1: Yeah, they didn't um, really try to hide that one, huh? No. Jeez. So.
0: I mean, I, I'm not hating the idea of the triple threat. So match of the year uh, at Unbreakable. So why not uh, burn it again in February? Why not? I can live with it. Right. Um, all right. Well, our next episode, as we continue to march on <clears throat> to uh, Against All Odds, is on February fourth. And uh we don't know anything as it pertains to anything for uh next week. So yay. But what we do know is Sting is retired. He is done. He's done. That's He's it. Do Correct. Decided against doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, we're two weeks away from against all odds, so join us next week as we find out just which team do the fans want Team Three D to face. Is it Team Canada, AMW? Maybe we'll find out next week. You let us know who you would rather than have
1: AMW or Team Canada. Go. You can go over to our um, our Twitter page at Cross the Line TNA, and you can vote. There you go. Perfect. If I remember, I'll put a poll up too. <laughs> I'm gonna try I'll try to remember and I'll try to do it.
0: All right. We will see you guys next week. This has been the TNA Crossline Podcast.